Good morning, all listeners. It's Sunday, June 11th, 2023. It is 9 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 252 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Ah, Boogie! And I am the Baron, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Sunday, fun day. Nine o'clock here on the West Coast in Las Vegas, and it is a brisk, overcast morning. Where's the sun at, Boogie? Man, it's like Cali. You know, it'll come out later on today in the daytime, and uh, as it gets hotter, so do we. Waiting for the sun to rise above, uh, above the mountains here on this beautiful, brisk Sunday morning. Waiting for the sun to come out, Boog. Should be a fun day. Got a lot to talk about. Had an awesome Saturday. Everything was positive, uh, with the exception of our best bets. Had great records, picked up some units yesterday, but the best bets, man, took a big L's. Took some big L's yesterday on the best bets. Uh, there was just so many games out there. I think that uh, picked we, the wrong runs. We did. Uh, however, we captured the nighttime game here in oh. Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, the Knights of Vegas have taken a commanding three games to one lead as this community and town is pumped. Vegas with a 3-1 lead. Game number five will be on Tuesday. We will talk about that to end our show. We will also talk about game five of the NBA Finals in Denver tomorrow night. Denver and Vegas get both in game five. Both at home, both looking to get their first championships in franchise history. It's going to be unbelievable for both franchises if they can complete uh, their winning ways. And uh, we are excited, especially, especially for this town right now in the Vegas Knights, the Denver Nuggets as well. Uh, I mean, just unbelievable. They've been knocking on the door the last few years, especially since... COVID hit, um, and just uh, finally have put everything together. Mm-hmm. But we shall talk about that mm-hmm. and looking forward to uh, how we discuss it. We will talk about both Game 5s to wrap up our show. We also have a loaded baseball card. A couple of games have already began. We have our annual week or weekly, I should say, 8.35 a.m. Peacock game already kicked off between the Diamondbacks and the Detroit Tigers. And the Diamondbacks had a 2-1 lead in the bottom of the second. Um, The Astros and Guardians game was originally scheduled for 10.40 a.m. And they pushed it back an hour. So they will start at 9.40 a.m. Belak against Bieber. Battle of the Bees. The Bieber. Uh, Rubber match of a three-game set in Cleveland. Cleveland minus $1.25 over under eight runs with Bieber on the mound. Not going to give a pick out on that because it is going to go off before we are done here. I also want to give a quick congratulations to a couple of schools that made it to Omaha yesterday. Okay. Um, college baseball, we did touch on it a little bit, mm-hmm. and like I said yesterday, once it gets in the next weekend, and we have you know the College World Series, we'll actually dive in and give out some picks for it. I've been actually betting it the whole time and doing pretty good. Swept the board yesterday, Boogs. Good job. Yeah, swept the board yesterday in college. And you look at it, I had uh, Florida who won, Virginia, LSU, Texas, TCU, and Oral Roberts. Hit them all. 
Oral Bob, my sleeper squad, stayed alive to force game three today. But the congratulations that I want to give is to the Florida Gators. They got their 50th victory of the season yesterday. They're 50-15. and 15. They're the number two team in the country. And they just beat South Carolina, won the Super Regional Series two games to zero to advance to Omaha. Um, I also want to congratulate TCU. They beat the uh, number 14th team in the country, Indiana State. And um, TCU wins 6-4 to four to get to Omaha. So TCU and Florida punched their ticket. There will be uh, six more teams to go. We have a uh, about six games on the docket today. A um, few more teams will clinch, and then tomorrow, if necessary, we'll have four more games, depending on who wins and who loses. So congratulations to TCU and Florida. And I also want to give a shout-out to the ladies as well. Um, big shout-out to the Oklahoma Sooners softball team winning their third consecutive national championship. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I love the way that uh, we uh, transitioned into that. Yeah. That was a, a great dominating. This dynasty is just unbelievable. Um, they, it, I mean, they're number one. They came back from a one-run deficit the other day uh, with back-to-back solo home runs from uh, Sidney Sanders and Grace Lyons to beat Florida State 3-1 to and sweep the best-of-three championship series. Uh so just great job by them. It's just an unbelievable story. Uh, if you are not aware of that story, definitely check up on it because it's just been something that's been unreal. They've lost one game in the last like three years or something like that. Yeah. So uh, check it out. Great job, girls. And uh, look forward to seeing what we can do and come up with next weekend uh, yeah. when the uh, – Guys, take care of business. Yeah, big uh, big ups to the Oklahoma softball team, man. Sixty-one and one, unbelievable on the season. Three peat for them, first time in the history of the sport that a school has three peated in. I think any college sport. Yeah, I mean it's great. With the exception, um, I mean you think obviously UCLA, UCLA back in basketball. Yes, but, uh, John Wooden. But UCLA. I mean in softball, first time, unbelievable. Um, Wake Forest and Alabama just started on the baseball side. Wake won game one. They're the number one seed on the men's side. They're 51-10. and 10. A um, Wake Forest win today, they will go to Omaha. An Alabama win, they'll tie the series and play game three tomorrow. Um, Virginia and Duke, we talked a little bit about that yesterday mm-hmm. with uh, Duke robbing the home run to steal game one. Virginia bounced back yesterday and beat them 14-4. to four. Most mm-hmm. runs ever scored for Virginia in Super Regional history. 14 runs, beat them 14-4. to four. Um Tennessee and Southern Myths are going to continue game number one as it was 4-0 Southern Miss and some rain uh, down in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. They suspended the game, so they're going to continue that game today, and then they're going to transition right into game two after that. Um, we talked about LSU being 7-1, to one, kind of the sleeper team here out of the SEC. Bro, they dominated Kentucky yesterday. 14-0. to uh, Yeah, they took care of business yesterday. Offense was clicking. Yeah. And uh, shut out. 14-0, uh, to man. Shut up. Kentucky. They're minus uh, 250 today to move on. So LSU with the victory will punch their ticket. Kentucky looking to keep it alive. Um, big ups to Oral Roberts, man. They uh, We talked a little bit about how they were the first team in Super Regional history to blow an 8-0 lead. Um, and they actually were the team that made the comeback yesterday. They weren't down eight runs, but they were down three, four runs. Came back, gutty performance, wins eight to seven. Game three, winner to Omaha today at three o'clock. 
Can't man. wait to see that. Wow. Let's um, go, Big Bob. Yeah, I hope Oral Bob makes it. It's good to see the, the, the little guy get in there. You know what I mean? I, it's similar to their basketball run a few years ago. Um, and then also... Texas actually won the first game in the Stanford Super Regional yesterday. This game, Boogie, was amazing. I had Texas at minus $1.50. Look at this. Texas was down 5-2 to two going into the ninth and scored five runs in the ninth and won 7-5. Wow. Stole the win. Stole the win around. So the Longhorns are looking to punch their ticket. Texas has always had a good team, though, so I'm, I'm yeah. glad to see them back out there. Texas is just good at everything. They are. They They're got good great at school. basketball, football, they got and money. Baseball. You know that? It's money. It's money. Texas is good at everything. I mean, it's amazing to see. Stanford's the number eight team in the country, so they look to keep it alive today. Um, if not, Texas will punch their ticket. So we have two in, Florida and TCU, one from the SEC, one for the Big 12. There's a lot of teams here looking to get in. Duke and Virginia just started, and Alabama Wake just started. So keep you posted with all things college baseball as the road to Omaha actually begins next week. Uh, June 16th is the first game, which is a Friday. And nope, they'll play all the way through to the 25th and 26th of June. So College World Series, always a great event. On my bucket list, by the way, to go to Omaha and go watch that. Okay. Yeah, I want to go to the Little League World Series, and I want to go to the College World Series, and I want to bet both. Williamsport's unbelievable for the Little League World Series. <laughs> I've been up that way uh, a really? very, very long time ago, uh, being from New York. Uh, yeah, and you got Cooperstown is not far away. So That's great. It's, uh, it's a great, great uh, atmosphere. and uh, It's a vibe. Those little... Little guys over there. They can uh, play, man. Yeah, they can. And then the new thing with it is now they got the Major League Baseball players actually playing. They come play a game there. Yes, they, they do. To, like hang out with they the They hang leaders. out with the kids. Yeah. yeah it's, it's great. I like it a lot. I'm going to do that. I'm going to have to plan that one summer to go to, to go to, uh, go to Omaha in June and then go to Williamsport in August or something. That'd be fun. I'm going to have to plan that out here in the coming in the coming years. So I, I'd like to see both. They're both on my bucket list to check out. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk more uh, College World Series next weekend on uh, episodes 253 and 254. Um, like I said, we're going to end our show with NBA and NHL Game 5s. Got some baseball to talk about, Boogie. We're running hot. Um, winning records yesterday. Our average line was plus money, so finishing a few games above 500 with a plus money line. We were able to collect about three and a half units yesterday, which was great. And uh, we open this show with the O's and the Rose. O's and the Rose. O's and the Rose. Orioles and the Royals. Um, Baltimore's actually looking to sweep Kansas City. And don't look now, but uh, Oakland has won four in a row, and Kansas City's lost five in a row. So now Oakland only three games back of Kansas City now. Got to be careful. Carlos Hernandez is making his first start since coming off of the IL against Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson's had a really good season for Baltimore, seven and three with a three eight seven. He's been fantastic. This is just a no brainer, man. I feel like Baltimore at home today is going to get it done. Orioles actually picked up Aaron Hicks uh, recently, and uh, he has he's shown. Been great. Yeah, he he's grown a he's grown a beard now, as he wasn't allowed to wear facial hair with the Yankees. Um, you know, and sometimes. Guys change uh, teams, and a different little vibe goes on, and they don't have the pressure like they used to uh, on that certain team, especially uh, a team like the Yankees. Um, just, just the 
the situation that happens in New York, it's not for everybody. And a uh, question, real quick: Did you just say the Yankees don't allow facial hair? Yeah. What is it like a cult? It, it's a thing that went back all the way to George Steinbrenner. Yes, George Steinbrenner with his team, clean shaven. You had to be clean shaven, um, or you had to have a nice little trimmed mustache. Other than that, yeah, no, but things have changed around there, so... That doesn't seem very fun. It is the way it is. It's, I wouldn't want to play for the it's Yankees because I have a beard. It's very business have a beard. like I have a beard. We both have beards. I got a little beard right now. So we're not going to play for the Yankees. I'm not playing for the Yankees, no, nope, right. but I am rooting for them. All right, okay. All right. So we're going to go with the Orioles today. That's I think right. this is all Orioles today. They take care of business. Um, they are fighting machines this year, and uh, again, we've seen what has transcended over the last couple of years. Um, it's been a nice little run for them this year, and it really has. Really. I like the way that they're playing. I like their pitching, their hitting. Uh, give me the Orioles today, minus a dollar fifty-five over those Royals. I mean, it sounds like. I mean, that's such good value for the situation. Baltimore is forty and twenty-four. They are five and a half back of the Rays. They are on top of the wild card standings in the American League, three and a half games up on the Yankees. And um, I like them to keep it rolling. I love their lineup. I like the Aaron Hicks pickup. They're loaded, man. I like this Baltimore team. Um, I think they're primed and ready to go. I think they're going to get in the dance this year. And you know the deal, get in the dance. Got a chance. That's right. Baltimore's first play, Baltimore minus 155 for Boogie and the Baron to lead us off here. We go Dodgers and Phillies next. And we actually had a – Pitching change in this uh, this morning. I initially was leaning Phils in this matchup because the Dodgers were uh, originally going to start this kid named Robertson for the first time. They scratched him and they're throwing in Caleb Ferguson, the lefty youngster who's done very well this year for the Dodgers. And uh, Taiwan Walker's had kind of a tough year up and down, 5 ERA. This is game three of a three-game series, rubber match. And the Dodgers sit two and a half back of the Diamondbacks in the West. And the Phillies sit nine back of the Braves, who are on an absolute tear in the East. Look at the wild card standings. The Dodgers now sit number one wild card spot in the National League. And the Phillies are only two and a half back of a wild card spot. So a lot of playoff implications um, in this one. And I think what it boils down to is just I don't really trust Taiwan Walker as much as most people. It was a big pickup for them, but he has not uh, performed up to his credibility. And I think that the Dodgers, it's very rare for you to get the Dodgers at this good of a price. So I think Boogie and the Baron got to go with the Dodgers at that price. Yeah, I'm going with the Dodgers here. And I'll take uh, my chance with Caleb Ferguson. You know, it doesn't matter right now who the Dodgers throw out there. Uh, the hitting starting to pick up. They're picking up steam. Uh, overall here, and I like them, and uh, obviously uh, with the Phillies uh, at home, um, they're just still not doing very well. Um, yeah. We did see a late surge from them last year. Uh, maybe they will. Uh, you know, Bryce Harper came in a little bit uh, banged up in the beginning of the season, so we shall see what happens. But today's game, I'm taking the Dodgers only lane 126. Uh, I think that's a steal. Really good odds. They beat them 9-0 to yesterday. Um, pushed on our under. Bobby Miller, if you guys haven't watched him pitch for the Dodgers, through four starts this year, he's at a .86 ERA. This kid is a phenom. And uh, got to watch him pitch. Very good. Um, Dodgers, great price. Got to take them against the Phils today. Nationals and the Braves. This is the don't overthink it play of the day. 
When you take a look at this matchup, Boogie, the Washington Nationals have lost six in a row, and the Atlanta Braves have won seven in a row. They now own the best record in the National League. They would be the number one seed in the National League playoffs if the season ended today. The Nationals are sitting at 25 and 38. They have the worst record in the National League. Best team in the National League against the worst team in the National League. Better teams at home. Last time Bryce Elder pitched against the Nationals, he went all nine innings. Um, don't overthink it. Lay the one and a half, minus 140. Atlanta will pound them again. Yeah, back in September, he did shut him out, uh, went nine innings, and uh, dominated. Uh, we are going with the Braves here as well. I think the Braves minus 140 is the uh, run line, uh, money line. I'm sorry. Yeah, the run line here. Run line, yeah. Minus one and a half, minus 140. We're going to take the Braves. I think they should be able to take care of business and dominate. Braves in an absolute route. I can't wait. You know, thank you for pointing out um, that I skipped a game because I actually didn't really want to talk about it. <laughs> the Mets and the Pirates. And um, Boogie and I have been doing this new thing where we will actually cap our games together to make sure we coordinate everything and coordinate. give more variety. We found um, – we got some feedback about drink bets and stuff. And as fun as it is, it is the debate, this is a show to produce a secondary scream of income – for everyone that listens to it. And we felt that when we do a lot of drink bets, it's really hard to really generate income because then we're going against each other. And at the end of the day, we are partners. But for whatever reason, my partner deemed it necessary to have to fade me in this game. Um, and maybe I should say the opposite. He, uh, he made a pick on this game, and I was absolutely shocked and I was initially just going to go to a total, but I don't really have a total. So we're actually going to drink bet this game. And it's the Mets and the Pirates. And um, they really let me down yesterday, Boogs, with the 5-1 uh, loss to the Mets. My best bet. I'm on a three straight best bet losing streak, which is driving me absolutely crazy. But we got Mitch Keller on the mound. He's gotten roughed up a couple times. But overall, 7-2 with a 3-6-0 ERA against Cookie Carrasco. Um... New York and Pittsburgh, Boogie. What are we talking about here? What are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Look, the Mets here, uh, you know, they're going to scratch and crawl against uh, Claw before we uh, can get back some of the healthy uh, guys that are on the IL right now. Uh, but I like the Mets, the way that they're playing right now. And, of course, after fading them yesterday, I'm going to go back to the well here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take the Mets today. I think they can get it done. Uh, plus 123 you're giving me on a Pirates team. That has shown some life this year. And Keller is 7-2. and two. So why do you ask? Why am I going against their best pitcher? With Cookie? With Cookie Carrasco on the mound. I think the Mets bats will go ahead and take care of business today. Give me plus 123 on the Mets. I just got this sneaky suspicion. 24 hours ago. Boogie was talking about how the Mets are done. They've lost seven in a row. Pete Alonzo's out. The Pirates are going to beat them. All the Mets have to do is win one freaking game on a Saturday in Pittsburgh. Now the whole freaking script has been flipped for this man. Ah. I cannot believe it. I think Cookie is going to get cooked. I think he's going to serve up some cookies to this red-hot Pirates lineup. Yeah, we lost a game, but this is for the series lead, and this is to maintain first place in the National League Central. 
We are right now, Boogie, tied with the Brewers. We both lost yesterday. They've been helping us out a lot this season. Every time we lose, they lose, it seems like. Um, both three games over, tied with the Brew Crew, looking to hold serve. Mets, nine and a half back of the Braves. But when you look at the bigger picture, they're right there in the thick of the things in the wild card race. Three games back of the wild card. I just like the Pirates at home on a Sunday. They're a great Sunday team. Um, everyone's off work in the city. They should have a decent crowd out there today. And I got a drink bet you here, man. I think Mitch Keller, ace on the mound at home against Cookie Carrasco, who's got a near six ERA. I think we hit him, and I think we win. I why, really do. Why, why are they only minus 133? Because it's the Mets. I mean, the Mets. Who are the Mets? Uh, they are who we thought they were. <laughs> Uh, the Mets are a team that lost seven in a row and had a good win yesterday. So they got you. And little confidence. You starting. and several others will probably jump on the plus money train with the little, Mets today. little confidence yesterday. Comes yeah. back. You know, we'll see what happens. I would love to give that as best bet, but I don't like doing drink bet as best bet. It's okay. I don't like that. I don't cry. It's a, there's no crying in baseball. There isn't. Or investing. And that's right. Invest. And rest. Invest and rest. Pirates for me, Mets for Boogie. We have one more drink bet to end this thing, and it's very ironic how that all shook out, but we'll talk about that later. Twins and the Blue Jays. I don't know if anybody's knew this, but the Twins have won 12 of the last 15 games in Canada. They are hot. Minnesota's hot up there, man. They're looking to sweep the Blue Jays today. Kevin Gosman's on the mound at 2 ERA. Spotting a hefty $2.00. A little much for a team that only you know has beaten the Twins three out of the last fifteen games in Toronto. Toronto's thirty six and thirty, ten and a half back in the East. The Twinkies hold a two and a half game lead. They won yesterday, and the Guardians lost yesterday, so that their their lead is now pushed to two and a half games. Blue Jays are one and a half games back of the wild card, so a lot on the line here for both of these teams in this early season tilt. Boogie, take it away, Twins and the Blue Jays. I mean, can Gossman steal a win for them? Uh, the Twins are looking pretty good. They own the Blue Jays uh, over the last 15 games. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take my chances here. Plus 179 here on the Twins. Varlin on the mound. Not bad. Um, I like the way the Twins are playing lately. Give me the Twins over the Blue Jays. Blue Jays got a nice lineup that has just not been hitting the way that they should. Mm-hmm. Twins all the way today. Plus 179 for Boogie. I'm with you all the way. That's actually our big underdog of today's card, the Twins plus 179. And I'm going to have to dig into the archives, Boogie, because I have 252 episodes to go through. That might be your biggest dog in the history of this program. Arf, arf. Boogie giving out potentially. I'll have to do some digging, but this might, that might be the biggest dog I've ever seen. It you. could be. We joked around when we were capping, and I was like, I don't think you've ever given out a dog on this show above 150. No. 179, though. That is... I mean, there's a reason why, you know, sometimes every dog has his day. Every dog has his day, and hopefully the twins will be that dog, um, and they'll have their day in Canada. That's right. We'll see how that all shakes out. Uh, like I said, Astros Guardians got moved. They start in about 15 minutes, so we'll skip that. What a pitching matchup today in Tampa, Boogie, between Martin Perez and Shane McClanahan. These two teams split the first two games of this series. The Rangers ended the Rays' seven-game winning streak. That was our dog winner yesterday was the Texas Rangers. Eovaldi just doing it again. And uh, the Rays are 47-20, and 
best record in all of baseball, but the Texas Rangers have the second best record in baseball at 41 and 22. These two teams also lead the majors in run differential. Texas actually number one in run differential at plus 153, raised at plus 136. Fuck. Wow, sorry. Um, I'm just amazed by how good these two teams are. It's very good pitching. I'm amazed about how good these pitchers are, how good these lineups are. Potential ALCS matchup, maybe. Rangers-Rays rubber match of a three-game series in Tampa. Shane McClanahan, Cy Young front runner at 9-1 and one with a 2 ERA. Martin Perez, not too far behind him, 6-1 and one with a 3-9-7. Boogie, what gives in this matchup? I mean, the Rangers are just a really good team. Um, overall, I think they surprised a lot of te- uh, teams this year as well as the public. Uh, but the Rays, man, what what a great season they're having. Um, obviously, they weren't going to only win lose 10 games, uh, but they are on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, McClanahan, 9-1 with a 2.02 ERA. Um I think the Rangers' uh, bats kind of get silenced today, and I'm going to take the Rays minus one and a half, even money. Uh, that's the route I'm going today. I like the Rays to win by two runs or more, minus one and a half, even money. So, Boogie taking the Rays minus one and a half at even money, and Shane McClanahan getting his major league leading 10th win of the season today. I just see this pitching matchup, and a lot of games, Tampa's a a, a pitcher-friendly ballpark. I think Perez will pitch well, and I think McClanahan will pitch well, so I'm all over this under. First five, full game split, whatever you want to do. I'll give official play under 8.5 for Rangers and Rays. I think it'll be a low-scoring pitcher's duel, and um, maybe a little 3-1, 4-1 type type of vibe to it. McClanahan ain't going to give up much. He might go all nine, and uh, Perez will pitch six or seven strong, too. So mm-hmm. I guess I'd say like 3 1, 4 1 in that area. So okay. a little nice little two way in Tampa to the under. Um, Marlins and the White Sox are next. Uh, Garrett and Giolito. You know, this series has been so interesting. The Marlins actually snapped a long winning streak. Um, when they lost game one in this series. They won yesterday. Sandy Alcantara pitched very well yesterday. That's the Sandy we like to see. Finally. And I guess we kind of got we shot ourselves in the foot by trying to fade him. You know the Marlins got the best hitter in all of baseball in Luisa Ross, who has a four oh two batting average. He's unbelievable. He is ninety for ninety out of two twenty four with one homer, thirty ribbies. He sprays all over the ballpark. He will be Bold prediction here, not really. He'll be the leadoff hitter, and he will start at second base in the All-Star game this year. He is just on a tear. Looking to be the first hitter, and I can't even tell you how long to bat 400 in a season. I'm wondering if he can maintain it. But this 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 kid's amazing. Um, their lineup is very solid. Miami's actually one of the better teams. They've been really surprising this year. Ever since Jeter left, they sold the team after having a good playoff run. And now... Here they are with this young group core of guys, 36 and 29, four and a half games back of the East. When you look at the wild card, they're right there, Boogie. Just they, their second wild card right now, just this young pesky bunch. They, rem- they remind me of, a, of the Rays from a few years ago. Just young, put the ball in play. Their best hitter has one home run. They're not going to overwhelm you with power or dominating pitching, um, with the exception of Sandy, obviously, who pitched well yesterday. But 
The White Sox are just way too inconsistent for me, to be honest with you, especially after uh, Kopech let us down yesterday. They're four and a half back of the Central right now. They're trying to squeak their way back into this, but they're eight games under 500, and the Marlins have won eight of their last ten. And you're giving me plus money with the Marlins. i got to take that to the bank. We'll, we'll go Marlins here for the plus money price. You know, when the Marlins won yesterday, they had scored five runs in, uh, what was the eighth, ninth inning Yeah. Uh, yesterday. That was their first time winning against the White Sox since 2019. Really? Yeah. As impressive as they've been, actually, this year, uh, that was their first win against the White Sox in four years. Um, however, I think that trend continues uh, today. Uh, Miami is also 14-2 and their last 16 interleague games, 5-1 and their last six games overall. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to back the Marlins today. I think Garrett can get it done. Um, White Sox are showing too much inconsistency for me. Um, you're giving me plus 114 on the Marlins as the road dog here. Give me the Marlins plus 114. Marlins plus 114 for both of us. I, and this is not the Lucas Giolito that we've seen in the past. He used to be a dominating pitcher in the years past. This year he's been kind of middle of the road. I think the Marlins got enough in their lineup to maybe get to him a little bit. And um, Garrett can hold serve. Marlins got to go with it. A's and the Brewers, my lord, don't look now, Boogie. Uh, let's not you know, jump off the bus quite yet, but the A's have won four straight games after we started talking all that jazz about them a week ago. About a week ago. About a week ago, we talked about how they probably might be the best team or worst team in the history of baseball. Since then, they've taken two or three from the Pirates, and they won the first two games of this series against the Brewers. They've won two back-to-back series for the first time. Yeah, they've won two series in a row, so they're trying to go for their third. I mean, wow. And I, I took them run line against them just out of principle. They won their fourth consecutive game for the first time this season. Billy Bean making those moves. Moneyball. All over. Moneyball. Can they, can they get back to 500? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Brewers have lost three straight, man, and uh, A's have won four in a row. Um, I know where you're going here. I can't get there with Milwaukee. I just don't trust them. They're way too inconsistent. They actually remind me a lot of the Pirates. That's why they have the same record. They, <laughs> they win some. They lose some. They win when they're supposed to lose. They lose when they're supposed to win. You don't really know what to expect from them. But I'm going to go under. I'm going to get my second under on the card, Peralta. A's don't score much. If you look at the first two games of this series, it was 5-2 and 2-1, 7 and 3 total runs, and it's 8. They haven't got to 8 yet in this series. Sears has pitched a lot better these last few starts, too. Um, His last uh, outing against the Pirates, he went 6 strong and only gave up one run. Obviously, he was a big name in the trade for Frankie Montas last year to the Yankees, and uh, J.P. Sears has pitched pretty well. I think, and, and Milwaukee struggles a hit, and so does Oakland. Give me the under 8, minus 115. I think this game ends around. I have a similar feel to the Rangers game with it. I think it's 3-1, 4-1 Brewers, something like that. So I'll take the under. Yeah, I'm going with the under as well. Uh, Peralta, you know, he's coming in with a 4-5-5 ERA. But this has been one of uh, their better pitchers over the last several years. Um, and the A's, obviously, I just don't see that they can score a lot of runs. You've got J.P. Sears also on the mound seeking his first win of the season at 0-3. Yeah. Also sporting a 4 ERA with a 4-2-0 ERA. Um, I think that the, the bats get silenced. A um, lot, uh, lot, of, lot of stuff going on in this game where maybe the A's can catch a break. 
Um, but yeah, I don't think there's a lot of runs scored here. Give me under eight as well uh, in this game. Under eight, minus a dollar fifteen should be a low score game. You actually surprised me there. I thought you were going Brewers run line to bounce back, so I was uh, I was surprised. I, I was setting you up for that, but I, I didn't realize you were oh, rolling with your boy. Circled on my sheet. Under right there. eight. See, I have a bad memory. I know That's we okay. we, we, capped, we started capping a couple hours ago, and it's been it was a long night last night with that night's win. Oh so. yeah. Reds and the Cardinals, big divisional matchup here. And I'll tell you what, Boogie, the Cincinnati Reds. Watch out! They are only four games back of the National League Central right now. The Cardinals are in the basement seven games back. This division is anybody's to win. Um, That's why I like my Pirates right now to be right in there. I think the winner of this division will probably finish no more than five to ten games above 500 because they're going to beat up on each other. They're so evenly matched. Nobody really stands out. Hunter Green is one of my favorite young pitchers. If you have, a, if you guys haven't watched this guy pitch, go check this game out today at 11:15. He blows 100. He's got a ton of junk. He's starting to really understand how to pitch in the big leagues. He goes against 40-year-old Adam Wainwright, who has a six ERA. I thought Adam Wainwright was going to ride off into the sunset with Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina. He decides to come back, and uh, so far that has not been the best decision for him. Um, The way Cincinnati's playing baseball right now, I like the way they're playing. They did lose game one, but they can hit eight and four win yesterday. I like them to take two or three in Bush Stadium. I think this is a rebuilding year for the Cardinals, and I think the Cardinals are going to take some time to gel Post Yachty, post Pujols, and um, I'm going to take Hunter Green and the Reds on the road with Ellie De La Cruz, the rookie phenom. Um, I like this team. I think they're really trending in the right direction. They're right in striking distance for a division lead right now. And you're giving me plus 105 with one of my favorite young gunners. I'll take the Reds, plus 105. Yeah, I just can't trust this Cardinals team and uh, Wainwright. Obviously, uh, he is uh, almost riding into the sunset as well. Uh, Hunter Green, like you've been shouting him out, he's showing some good stuff, even though his record's not there. Um, Man, watch out for Ellie De La Cruz as well, man. This guy has been just unbelievable. Uh, And if you haven't seen him, definitely uh, watch a couple of his games and you will be attracted to him. Uh, This season, he is going to probably... uh, he could be possibly the next rookie of the year. I mean, that's this guy's got some some big time pop. Um, I like the over here. Speaking of bop and pop, uh-huh. uh, give me the Reds total over eight minus one fifteen shaded to the over here. I like the eight. I like the runs be scored here. Uh, so give me the Reds Cardinals over eight minus one fifteen. I dig it, bro. Um, Reds to the over, a nice little two-way play for Boogie and the Baron here. This this got a little like seven to four kind of vibe to it, in my opinion. Yeah, I like it. That's that's a winner for me. I think the Reds should score, you know, more than five, more than six. Should Cardinals score three or four, get you to the year over, score about 10, 11 runs. Reds win. See you at the window, double casher. We got four games left, Boogie. 12 10 ESPN plus Padres and the Rockies. Man, this Colorado Rockies team, Boogie, has lost six games in a row. Not very good. And they have lost eight of their last 10. And they have a National League worst minus 70 run differential. They have given up the most runs in the National League. 
They are 14 games back in the National League West, and they currently sit eight and a half games back in the wild card race. Padres, on the other hand, um, very mediocre start to the year for them. So playing the Rockies at Coors Field seems to be exactly what the doctor ordered for this team. They have definitely underperformed with all the money they spent in the offseason and all the you look at this lineup, and it looks like a World Series lineup. And granted, you don't necessarily need to hit it out of the park. It's a long season. There's 162 games. You look at last year, the Phillies and Padres played in the NLCS. They were both wild card teams. They were both pretty much in the same situation they are right now. Just hanging around. Hanging around. Hanging around. And uh, Lamette for the Rockies gets absolutely nuked. And uh, Snelly... He's usually better in the fall than he is in the summer, but uh, we could maybe look for him to pitch a little bit better. Um, I have a theory with games at Coors Field. We gave the over out yesterday, and the final score was 3-2. to two. Uh, Typically, when that total is around the same, after and under it goes over, I think the Padres are going to score probably about 10 runs themselves. I'm going to take the over 11.5 in this matchup. All right. I mean, I don't hate it. Uh, I did give out the over as my best bet yesterday. It did not come through. The total was 12. It's down to 11.5 today, and they only scored five runs yesterday. Um, Today, though, I am riding this Padre train. Uh, Blake Snell will take care of business. Uh, Lamette is just a terrible pitcher right now, just not very good. Um, I think multiple runs are going to be a win here. Uh, San Diego's also won uh, three to two yesterday. Um, also, the trend here: San Diego four and one in the last five road games. Yeah. Um, I'm back in the Padres today. Give me the Fathers to go ahead and win by multiple runs. Padres minus one and a half, minus a dollar thirty for Boogie. The Fadas, minus one and a half, minus 130 to keep pounding the lowly Rockies, 26 and 40 on the season. Cubs and the Giants, um, we had a late pitching change yesterday. We gave out John Brebria and the Giants as a small home favorite yesterday. Right before first pitch, he gets scratched. They threw somebody else and the Cubs won. I guess that's why you list your pitchers. That's right. Um, The Cubs have actually won the first two games of this series in San Francisco. And just one of those NL Central teams that always are going to have a chance. They spent some money in the offseason acquiring the likes of Cody Bellinger from the Dodgers and Dansby Swanson from the Braves. Marcus Stroman has been pitching very well for them. But this Wesneski kid has not been pitching well. He has a 4.72 in his outings this year. He's really hit or miss. Brebby is a little more consistent, and you know that sweeps in Major League Baseball don't happen all that often. Giants are dead even at 32 and 32, seven back in the West, as well as only one and a half back of the wild card. Giants right there, same spot as last year. Cubbies a little bit better than last year. 
I just my thing is it's a situational bet for me, Boogs. I don't think the Cubs are going to sweep the Giants in San Francisco. I'll take the Giants at home with Brebbia on a Sunday, minus a dollar thirty-seven to beat the Cubs and salvage a win in this series. Yeah, I agree with you here. Uh, you know, honestly, too, uh, the Cubs have not won in Wesneski's last four starts as well. Uh, so they have not been able to get him the run support. Um, the Giants are due for a win here. They're starting to get back on the winning ways uh, right around that 500 record. Uh, I will take my chances here. Minus $1.37. Give me the Giants. Giants all day, baby. Mariners and Orioles are last after new game before we get to our Sunday night baseball debate. Fix game? Yeah, the Sunday night fix game. Mariners and the Angels from Angel Stadium in Anaheim. Man. We went against Brian Wu yesterday because we thought he was going to boo-boo, but we only people boo-booing was us. Yeah. Brian Wu, <laughs> in his second consecutive start, instead of uh, you know getting nuked the way he did when I backed him in the first start of his career, he throws an absolute gem, and the Seattle Mariners won 6-2 to two to split this series up. Rubber match of a three-game set here. This was one we took a lot of time on, and we could not find an angle. This pitching matchup here is damn near identical. Both these pitchers have identical ERAs, hovering 500 in record. Innings pitched is about the same. Hits, strikeouts. I mean, this is the most even pitching matchup I've ever seen. You take a look at these lineups, though. They got some pot boogie, nine and eight runs in the first two games. You're giving me nine runs at Angel Stadium on a Sunday at even money. That's my angle. Got to go over even money, nine runs, Angels, Mariners. Yeah, I don't trust either one of these teams. Uh, both of them will fall short, I believe, in the playoffs uh, to get that playoff uh, run. The way that these teams are set up for today, I think that the total is right there. I'm going to take my chances as well on an over. Um, I think some runs are scored. Um, they got pop on both sides. Give me the even uh, on the nine on the even. So we got yep. pick them. Not pick them. It's even. Even. We so 100 bucks, no, win you 100 bucks. No juice. No juice. Root for runs. Root for runs. Give me the over nine uh, and call it a day. The way that I think this could shake out, and, and based off of their ERAs, what this is telling me is that Bryce Miller and Griffin Canning will both give up about four or five runs in the six or seven innings they pitch. So once you get to the bullpens, you get into that like sixth inning, like midway through the game, you should already have about seven or eight runs already taken care of. And if you get a 4-4 tie, you're guaranteed to push on this. So hopefully we can push it over. Over nine, even money. That's the only way we can go on this one. Sunday night baseball and Boogie, it is so ironic the way that today's card panned out. <laughs> we did away with drink bets a couple of weeks ago, but I thought it was so funny. And I don't know if I did this vindictively or not. I probably did. You uh, drank bet me on my favorite team and you took the New York Mets. And, um, you know, you gave me like Gonzaga... Kansas, L.A. Dodger, <laughs> Baylor Bears against Texas Southern vibes with your Yankee pick. Yeah. To give you guys some perspective, Boogie and I met up here this morning around 7.30. We spent about 90 minutes finalizing our capping for all the games. We usually take about 5-10 minutes per game to break it all down. And uh, we went into the Sunday night game and Boogie didn't even say anything. He said... 
I like the Yankees. I like the Yankees. That's what he said. And that's an inside joke for us. If you guys are familiar with the show, which about 200 of you are on a consistent basis, and we thank you for that, you guys know that Boogie will just completely look at something and say, I like Kansas. I like Kansas. If you guys ever follow our college basketball pods from back in the day, or in the last three years, whichever, (laughs) every time Kansas is a small road favorite in Big 12 Conference play, it's, a, it's easy. I like Kansas. I like Kansas. Every time Gonzaga's laying 20-plus points at home against a WCC appointment. I like Gonzaga. Lay it. <laughs> Anytime Baylor is in a non-conference home game laying 40 points. Take the Bears. Lay it. <laughs> this matchup, he goes to Red Sox-Yankees. Before we even say one word about it, he says, I like, I like the Yankees. Yankees. Clark Smith's been pitching better. But I'm doing this vindictively because it is the Sunday night fix game. A lot of people are saying the same thing and that the Yankees are going to win two out of three. But not so good without Aaron Judge. I did. I do. I showed you this morning. I do have a Yankee ticket in my pocket from yesterday. That was one of our picks. They did win three to one. Um, It was three two in the uh, first game. So they split the first two games. Boogie, I haven't been a huge fan of Brian Bello over the years, but I think this kid's finally learning how to pitch in the major leagues. He's got three nine seven ERA. He's about one point, one run uh, better than Schmidt on ERA. I know Schmidt's been pitching a little bit better, but I think the lack of the pop in the lineup for Judge, I think Bello can pitch a little bit better, and I think the Red Sox can take two or three here. Um, so I'm drink betting you. I'm taking the Red Sox plus one hundred nine. Well, first off, before I get into that. Shout out to John Sterling, the Yankees broadcaster. He was hit by a foul ball and still continued to uh, comment and uh, announce the game. He's the man. And he's great. So uh, he is awesome. Uh, The show must go on, as they say. The show must go on. So good job. uh, And uh, hope that you're not doing too bad, John Sterling. Great job. Shout out, John Sterling. Yankees on the mound today with Clark Schmidt uh, playing favorites here. Minus 119, the Yankees are at home, and they look to take care of business against this Red Sox team. Um, Clark Schmidt has been pitching better. I like the Yankees at home today, as I think that they will get enough runs to be able to take care of business against those Bo Sox. And there you have it. That is our baseball card for this beautiful Sunday, the 11th of June. It's 9.45 a.m. This is episode 252. These games are starting in about an hour, so perfect timing, Boogie. And when it comes to best bet, um, well, before I go to best bet, I just want to point out how ironic it is. Our two drink bets are you betting against my Pirates and me betting against your Yankees. Pretty funny. That is funny stuff right there. Couldn't have have planned it out better myself. Best bet, though, for baseball today. I'm not going to overthink this. I'm looking at all the picks, and I like to put it on a scale of 1 to 10. My most confident VIP blockbuster best bet in today's card is going to be the Baltimore Orioles. I don't want to overthink it. The line looks a little janky. I'm not worried about that. Baltimore is a playoff pennant contending team, and the Royals are getting to the point where they might be the worst team in baseball. Hernandez hasn't pitched in a while. You know I love fading pitchers that are coming off IL or making their first start or season debuts or major league debuts or whatever it is. I think the Orioles bats, the uh, picking up Aaron Hicks really added some veteran leadership to that team. They're at home. They're going for a sweep. The Royals have lost a ton in a row. Baltimore's in the the beast of the East, AL East right now. They're keeping up with Tampa Bay. 
I'm taking the Orioles. I love this young team. I love this lineup. They've won in about 80% of the games that Kyle Gibson has start. They're at home. It's a Sunday. I have a million reasons. Go get the Orioles minus $1.55. That's my best bet. It's funny because actually that was going to be one of my best bets as well. But I will give a real variety here. Uh, you got Elder on the mound for the Braves. I know it's a 10:35 start, so we're going to hurry up here. Braves on the run line, minus one and a half, minus $1.40. He took care of business 9-0 last time, nine-inning shutout. Uh, Give me the Braves in a route over the Nationals, minus one and a half, minus 140. I don't – I love exactly what we just did, Boogs, because we're going with two home teams. With these two teams, if you look at the overall standings – Baltimore and Atlanta are tied for the third best record in all of baseball. And the teams that they are playing, the Royals are second to last and the Nationals are fourth to last. And both of these teams are on long losing streaks. The Nationals have lost six in a row and eight of ten. The Royals have lost five in a row and eight of ten. You look at the other end of it, Baltimore's won three straight. Atlanta's won seven straight. I feel really confident about these two teams today. Braves and the Orioles. I'll see you at the window. Um, lay them both straight if you want. Minus 155, you'll lay that. Minus 140, you'll lay that. Another angle at it, too, if you guys want to pair up both of our best bets, you could probably tie them both just to win, and it would be plus money. Um, there's a lot of ways to attack it. But Braves run line, Baltimore money line, nonetheless. Boogs, we cannot get off air until we talk about the upcoming NBA and NHL because this could be the last time that we talk about these sports yep. until next October. season. October. Yes. So we got to hit them with this. Obviously, we got the Vegas Golden Knights playing on Tuesday. We'll get to that in a minute. But what we want to start with, with, with today potentially being the last time that we're going to go over some NBA and NHL. We got to go out winners. It's a grind of a year. We're both up units, just like we are in every sport. The playoffs have been good, very profitable for the both of us. We come in here, 5.30 on ABC tomorrow night, big-time matchup down in Denver, Game 5, Denver Nuggets looking for their first NBA championship in their 47 years of existence. And you know, Boogs, from what I've been seeing, they can beat you in a variety of ways. Coming into this series, you knew the big names on both sides. You got Jimmy Butler... And bam, and you got Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. Through the first four games of this series, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, that tandem has outplayed Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. And that's despite Bam having a great series, by the way. Um, Better than Butler. And then, yeah. And then you look at the you look at the role players on each side, and you're thinking to yourself, you look like even just if you think to the rest of the starting five, the other three role players on each team. You got all these undrafted guys for the Heat, um, and then you have for the Nuggets, you know, MPJ, Aaron Gordon, and man, if Jokic wasn't averaging a triple double and Jamal Murray wasn't doing what he's doing, Aaron Gordon in any other finals would be in consideration for Finals MVP. The way that he's defending, the way that he steps up, twenty-seven points last game. Whenever they held down Joker, it just doesn't seem like. The Heat have any answers for this team. Um, They have the better tandem. They have the better role players. Um, They could just beat you in more ways. And and what I've been noticing with the Heat is 
Butler's production has went down a bit. Bam's production has went up. So I think that just kind of evens itself out on that side. But what's really hurting them is the lack of production from the Duncan Robinsons of the world, the no, Kyle Lowry's, mm-hmm. the nope. Max Struces. There's no Tyler Hero. Yeah, I mean they're 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 not getting the same production from these guys that they've gotten through the runs. Like Struce, but through this whole playoff run for the Heat, Struce would get hot. Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent would get hot. Duncan Robinson would get hot. Uh, Kyle Lowry would get hot. Like these guys have been virtual no shows. I think I think Struce had one good game out of four. Duncan Duncan had one good game out of four. That game two when he scored ten points in the fourth and they won game two. Um, Kyle Lowry's been middle of the road. Gabe Vincent, like I said, one good game. I mean, it's tough. It's really hard. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of laying this many points in a in a closeout game. Although the line's spot on, Denver is outscoring Miami nine points a game. What's the point spread line? Nine. Minus nine. Great job, Vegas. Don't have an angle for me on the on the line. Um Miami is obviously a fighting bunch of guys, but when does it run out? I think the Go ahead. I got mine. This we always say the cream rises to the top, mm. but I have an angle. I have an angle on this one, and it's going to be a total. If you look at every single score of this series, Boogie, mm. every game except for one has been 100-something to 90-something. The only game that wasn't 100-something to 90-something was the game the Heat won. Do I think the Heat are going to win game five? I don't believe so. I like the Nuggets to be right around that nine-point spread. I'll give you a final score of Nuggets 107, Heat 98, and the total ends at about 205 or 206. Vegas has given me 209. In closeout games this postseason, unders are hitting at 75% in closeout situations. I'll take the under 209 at $1.20. That's my play for Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Yeah, I love it. Um... It's time for Denver Nuggets to claim their very first uh, NBA championship. Nuggets minus nine for Boogie. Uh, you know, going into the game seven after the Heat were taking care of business against Boston, uh, Spo not confident as he was after that game in Boston after the Celtics tied it up to go 3-3 and into yeah. game seven. Uh, Jimmy Butler, I think. Uh, Jimmy he, Buckets, baby. He's not playoff Jimmy right now. And he doesn't have the help, like you said. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Christian Braun even have been playing their lights out. Yeah. Give me the Nuggets minus nine here. I love them to close out in Denver and win the NBA championship for 2023. Denver wins their first title. That's it. It goes under. Um, I will alter my score prediction then to make sure you cover. How's about a little 109 to 98? Little 11 point win for the Nuggets and a cover goes under by a couple points. It's fine with me. You cover by a couple points. I cover by a couple points. Everyone leaves a winner. Denver to hoist the trophy in a low scoring game five. Good luck. And they're at home. Yep. To celebrate. Well, Boogie, we got five minutes to really dive in. 
to something that could be the most special thing that's potentially from a well, this is the most special thing from a sports perspective that's ever happened in this city. The Las Vegas Aces were the biggest sports wing thing for this city in history with them winning the first championship in Vegas. We have the opportunity here to really make history. Um, we talked about the documentary and uh, all the history behind the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, pick to finish last in the NHL and going to the Stanley Cup Finals and running into a Hall of Famer um, who happens to play for the Capitals, Ovechkin. Losing that. Making it to the playoffs every year. Getting bounced every year. Missing the playoffs. And they come back here as the one seed in the West. They dominate the Jets. Then they beat Edmonton. Then they beat the Stars. We called this last night, man. Best road team in all of hockey. Going on the road. Winning game four. Big fight breaks out after the game. Got ugly. You can tell Florida Panthers are starting to get frustrated. And... This is looking more and more like a one versus eight seed matchup, books, And the opportunity that these players have on Tuesday night to make history for this city, you can't put into words how important this is. And I know damn well these misfits are not going to want to drop this and go back to Florida. It's a long flight from freaking Florida to here. They're at home. They got a chance to win the cup. This place, this town is going to be buzzing all night long. Boogs, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Are the Vegas Golden Knights going to make history on Tuesday night? No doubt about it, and I really wish that we had more than three and a half, three minutes to, to talk about this game. Uh, but Bruce Cassidy, what a great job he has done as the head coach for the Knights. Um, he was the perfect coach for this team, this veteran label team. Uh, like, like you said, the Misfits, I mean, you know, there's the Misfits were named the Misfits by one of the original guys yeah. uh, with this team in the locker room uh, six years ago. Uh, but they've put things together. They've got six guys left from that original team. And these six guys, some of them won cups from the past. Um, and, of course, they are ready for this. They are ready. They've been fighting all year. Uh, the number one uh, team in the Western Conference. Uh, of course, we've had to fight for everything that we've had. I, I, I just can't say enough about this team. Um, it's here in Vegas. It's going to be an unbelievable crowd, unbelievable city, unbelievable celebration when it finally happens. Um, nights on on Tuesday night, we'll take care of business. Uh, and and as the line goes, it's been minus one oh five in Florida, minus one ten. It was bet up to minus one twenty five yesterday before puck dropped uh, to open this last game, or we hope to be the last game. It's up to minus one sixty five. To bet the Knights just to win the game. Give me the Knights, baby. Yep. 
Knights fight, win their first uh, cup, and it took six years. First year to get there, sixth season to get there. Unbelievable for an expansion team. Give me the Knights on Tuesday night to close it out over the Florida Panthers. A great season by the Panthers uh, to overcome in a 3-1 to deficit over the Boston Bruins, who set records as well. Yeah. But this is the Knights' year. We fight all season long to get here. And with a great goalie that came in under Edmonton's uh, Game 3 yep. in that series in uh-huh. the second round. And he's just been unbelievable. Marcia So, Jack, Chandler Stevenson, Wild Bill. They've been doing it all season long. And it culminated into this amazing playoff this season. Give me the Knights, minus 165 to take care of business. And... Carry Lord Stanley on Tuesday night. I got a little goosebumps, man, with the Knights here. I'm with you. I th- I'm on the Knights, too. I'm on, th- I'm on the Knights to close this thing out, man. They're going to win Lord Stanley. Bring home the first Stanley Cup in franchise history. And I got to tell you, I can't wait to go to the parade. Hell yeah, I'm going to the parade. It's going to be great. See you guys Tuesday night. Go Knights. Good luck, everybody, today. Don't forget our best bets in baseball, Braves and Orioles. Baron out. Boogie out.